Hey, and welcome to the Bossed Up Podcast, episode 422. I'm your host, Emily Aries, the founder and CEO of Bossed Up. And y'all, I have spent the last 10 years essentially helping women like you to lean in, to level up, to get hired, to speak up, to really do all that we can do individually to advocate for ourselves in the workplace. I've worked with DEI leaders. I've worked with ESG leaders. I've worked probably with your women's ERG, Employee Resource Group. I've given countless keynote speeches and delivered workshops and produced free downloadable guides all over our website at bostip.org. I've helped even shape organizational policy to make organizations a little more equitable and fair. And you know what? I'm proud of the work that we've done here. It's been a decade. It's been a long time coming. You know, we started Bossed Up the same month that Lean In came out. And despite all of its imperfections and shortcomings, I think we've done a good job of making the business case for gender equality and then helping women like you actualize that and advocate for what we need to be successful and and to be able to reach our full potential. And Despite how proud I am of all of that work, it's not enough. I am frustrated. I am feeling called to shift our focus here at Bossed Up because more and more evidence is coming out to show just how weak this theory of change is, just how inadequate women advocating for ourselves is when it comes to the quest for ultimate success, which is to close the gender leadership gap, to eliminate the gender pay gap and wage gap and wealth gap. And all of this gender inequity is so seemingly entrenched systematically in the way that our world works that we need to pivot. We have to have a more strategic and systematic approach. And really, the data is telling us that this individualistic approach is not sufficient. New data from LinkedIn published in March of this year shows that, quote, merely 32% of leadership roles are occupied by women globally, end quote. And then they go on to say, quote, the proportion of women in leadership positions has only increased by one percentage point since 2016. Meanwhile, new data from Pew Research is finding, and this was published in the same month, March of 2023, that the gender wage gap has basically remained the same for 20 years, saying, quote, in 2022, women earned an average of 82% of what men earned. And then they go on to say in 2002, women earned 80% as much as men. So we've made a two percentage point increase in 20 years. And this is despite growing evidence that women are asking for more. Women are negotiating, but we're not getting equal pay despite our best efforts. The bottom line here is that these individual level solutions, all of this asking women to lean in, all of this learning and development and training and keynoting and workshops, and even asking companies to do better, it's not working. (laughs) It's not. It's just not working. I think I'm a strategic leader in that I'm looking at the KPIs. I'm looking at our metrics for success, and we're not making the progress 
we need to be making. And look, I'm calling myself out as much as anyone who's been a part of this movement because I've spent the last decade perpetuating this myth in a lot of ways, this myth that we can individually change the game, that we are the boss of our careers and lives. And don't get me wrong, I love what I do. I love helping women harness the power that they already have, that we already have within us and leverage it as best as we can, but we're just not making the progress we need to. And so as a community organizer at my core, I was taught early on in my career that you need to have a really clear theory of change underpinning any movement building work that you're doing. And right now, this theory of change behind Bossed Up, that with the right tools and tactics and strategies and community, we can be the boss of our careers and lives, is not panning out, y'all. So this is sort of the underpinning of my existential crisis that I'm in the midst of, and really that we have to call ourselves out on. Right now, more than ever, perhaps due to the fact that the industry of diversity, equity, and inclusion is under attack, perhaps due to the fact that women's rights in a systematic way, uh, like at the Supreme Court level, are under attack, or perhaps due to the fact that I personally have become a mother, which is a very radicalizing event in women's lives because all of a sudden, as you become a parent, you have to start navigating all of the broken social systems society has to offer over these past few years of Max's arrival in my life. I just, I feel now more than ever, like I just can't keep going in the way we've been going. It just doesn't make sense. It's just not fueling my purpose to keep doing what we're doing. Or I should say to keep doing what we're doing alone, like to just keep doing what we're doing. We need to do more here at Bossed Up and really all of us listening to this podcast. So let's just be clear here. What systematic solutions actually lead to gender equality? There's a lot of evidence to answer this question. We know that paid family and medical leave help contribute to closing the gender wage gap, to help contribute to closing the gender leadership gap. Paid family and medical leave, not just on an organizational level, but on a state or federal mandated level, that is like number one for changing the game, especially for women in this community who I work with day in and day out, whose careers are on track for leadership positions until they become mothers. And then things get real complicated real fast due to no fault of our own, okay? Let me make that clear. Second policy that we have to prioritize, pay transparency laws. Colorado was the first state in the nation to pass pay transparency laws, followed by New York and California. They're slightly different. They have different outcomes. They have different reach in terms of who they apply to, but they can change the game. New research is showing that pay transparency laws, meaning everyone who's hiring for a position needs to put the pay range on the job description that directly contributes to closing the gender wage gap. Similarly, pay equality laws like equal pay for equal work. It's been done, I would say, like poorly, you know, retroactively. Things like the Lilly Ledbetter Fair Pay Act that was the first law Barack Obama signed into law in office in the White House made some progress, but that shit is way retroactive. That's like a class action lawsuit is required to 
bring organizations to account on these things. We need something more proactive, like what's being passed on the state level here in Colorado and what's being strengthened when it comes to equal pay for equal work. Affordable quality child care. Oh my God, I got to have Bridget Schultze back on this podcast sometime because she wrote a brilliant book years ago now, I want to say like 2018, called Overwhelmed Work, Love, and Play When No One Has the Time. And she gives a really interesting historical account of how this country of ours came very, very close to passing federally funded quality affordable child care and then bungled it, right? Pat Buchanan like single-handedly killed that opportunity back in the 80s and we haven't even attempted it since. It's not working. States like Colorado are making progress. We have a new state agency here on devoted to early childhood, so we're making some progress, but those are the public policies that level the playing field for the parents, predominantly women parents, who end up sidelining our careers when a child comes into play here. And then finally, if I had to like prioritize and distill my public policy agenda here down to five or four, four priorities, I would say we also need to focus on getting more women elected to public office. We have a huge lack of women in political leadership, just like we have a lack of women in private sector leadership. But on the public sector, we know that when women run and women win, when women govern, they actually make everything I just described more of a priority. And so if we want to talk about a theory of change, we got to get more women into positions of political power so we can get these systemic solutions passed, which we haven't been able to do on a federal level and in most states, so that we can actually drive the systemic solutions that yield gender equality. Because all this leaning in, all this bossing up, it's not working, y'all. And so, look, it comes back for me to the motto that I hark back to often, lifting as we climb, set way back in 1896 by America's first black women's clubs. Lifting as we climb means we're climbing. We know we got room to improve when it comes to advocating for ourselves, getting our bag, you know, getting our careers on track, getting what we want to get out of this one and precious life. But we have to lift others up as we go. We have to make the climb easier for those who come after us. And look, I'm calling myself out here because we've been mostly climbing. We've been focusing a lot on the climb. I've produced, what, 422 podcasts, most of which have been on your resume, your job search strategy, your leadership development skills, your ability to assertively communicate. I've been focusing a lot on how to climb and not so much on how to lift. And don't get me wrong. I'm not like trying to beat myself up here. I'm not, you know, I'm not ashamed of that work. I'm not ashamed of that focus. We've always brought this intersectional feminist lens to that work. But enough's enough, y'all. We have not done nearly enough to focus on the systemic solutions that we need alongside these individual solutions, in part because it's complicated. It's hard. Like, this is way more convoluted and murky and unclear as to how the hell we make systemic progress than how you can make individual progress. But that's what I'm committing to doing a lot more of here. And hopefully our business will continue to survive despite that, because I think part of the reason I focused so much on individual solutions is that's what I know how to sell. That's how I know how to get business in the door. And we're not a nonprofit, right? So in order to keep our doors open and a roof over my head, you know, we've had to really focus on how companies can work with us and how individuals 
can work with us and pay for services that are deemed worthwhile for your career. But that's distracted from the bigger picture. And so I'm committing out loud right here, right now, that moving forward, I want to be engaging you all and engaging all of us in a lot more of these systematic solutions, focusing on how the future of work, how your career and your life are not just something we can advocate for individually, but things that we have to act on collectively. I'm starting today by announcing that we have a new section on our website devoted to systematic solutions. So I've taken all of our existing programs at Bossed Up, hired our job search accelerator, Speak Up, our assertive communications program, Level Up, our leadership development program and leadership accelerator, and our services and offerings for teams. And I've put those under individual solutions. And next to those solutions are collective solutions, ways that you can take action to advance the policy priorities that actually will help close the gender leadership gap. And so if you're interested in learning more, if you're interested in taking action, I'm hoping that the podcast and social media that I can produce moving forward is going to break that down for us in a much more bite-sized way. Like, let's be very, very specific about the small actions we all can take, starting with making sure we know who our elected officials are, and then communicating with them early and often about how important these policies are going to be to our future, to our ability to achieve our full potential. Because right now, the private sector is bumming me out. The theory of change of individualism is not sufficient. The appetite in corporate America right now for diversity, equity, and inclusion, much less gender equality, is not what it used to be. There isn't the social pressure that we had 10 years ago. So we have to look towards systemic solutions because, y'all, this this is just not working. <laughs> and so I'm not trying to sound like too much of a bummer. Like I said, I'm proud of the work we do. We'll continue to offer those things, but it's time to do more. So head to bossedup.org slash take action if you're ready to find more information on these systemic solutions that I'm talking about that I think we all need to be advocating for. And if you've got suggestions, thoughts, ideas, like I don't really know what this means for Bossed Up just yet. So I want to hear from you. I'm just putting it out there that I want to be part. I'd like to play a bigger role of broader solution building than what I've been doing in the past decade here. I want to be joining coalitions. I want Bossed Up to be an advocacy organization, truly, not just a career services organization. So I'm putting that out there, not having a full plan, which is very not me of me. It's it's sort of not how I usually do things, but it's just totally unacceptable to me that this glacial pace of change, this like paltry 2%, 1% increases in closing the gender wage gap or the gender leadership gap, that is not acceptable to me. And so we have to change. We have to do more. We have to find a better path forward. I still believe that we are the boss of our own careers and lives, but we can't do this shit alone, okay? We have to join forces. We have to take collective action to grow our power and make sure that our country is working for us because right now, 
this country of ours is not working for women. It's not working for a lot of working people, but it sure as hell is not working for women, for women of color, especially for women with children, particularly. We have to do more. So I hope you'll join me on this journey. If this is not for you, like this is your cue to like move on.com, <laughs> you know, because this is the focus I'm bringing to the work I do moving forward. And hopefully you're, you're along for the ride and hopefully you can share this with the people in your world who need to be part of this movement because leaning in, bossing up, those individual solutions are not enough. Thank you for being part of this journey. I can't wait to hear what you think, what suggestions you have, what thoughts you have, what organizations you're already a part of that you think we should know about here at Bossed Up HQ. And thank you for just making space and like holding some space for me to recalibrate this year because it's just, I'm just fed up and I need to recalibrate and everyone's career goes through moments like this. Hopefully I can model that in a real way with you all because I know a lot of you have gone through moments like this over the years or might be in the midst of a career shift in focus yourself. So let's keep Boston together in pursuit of our purpose, even if the pathway to achieving that purpose might change shape over time. And together, let's lift as we climb.